Another blessed weekend, blessed Saturday morning, uh, October 30th, National Candy Corn Day, they said it was today when I, I Googled it. I don't know who likes candy corn, I just kind of throw that shit in the trash. But uh, this is Ray Ray's Podcast, we're back again. Uh, we got a great show planned for y'all, it, it's going to be amazing. Um, you know, so shout out to all of our sponsors out there, uh, everybody at Sushi Marquee, uh, Shakerton's, uh, Ebb and Flow, um, Shell Shack, we appreciate y'all contribution to Ray's podcast. You know, it's your boy Ray and uh, Sean Paul Ray. Just give him the light. <laughs> yeah. So how are you gonna dress up with that for Halloween? You gonna you probably to put a bandana on and like some baggy clothes. Um, I he don't need know. nothing. He just looks like he is right now. <laughs> you hear that voice? He decided to come back. He couldn't stay away from Ray Ray's podcast. You know, he kind of made it his own now. That's my man Brandon over here, aka B with the billion. Tell tell people what's up, B. What's up, people? He's back. Maybe he's going to drop some more knowledge. No, I'm just leaving this up to Maria, just doing the intro. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll talk about that. We'll talk, we'll talk about that. But we'll I want to we'll tell get... everybody, thank everybody who listened and uh, just told me, uh, gave me positive feedback. I appreciate you so much. Well, we appreciate you, man, because you dropped some knowledge on us that day. Um, and I actually slept last night, so I'm more clear today, so let's go. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't got that late night voice. You know, you know, you know when you've been out uh, late night, you wake up... Uh, Sound like Luther Vandross. <laughs> <laughs> Luther Vandross, big brother. <laughs> over here. Um, you know, say before we go any further, you know, we, we got to do these affirmations. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, we got to speak into people. So a lot of y'all hit us up and talk about, you know, how much, you know, y'all love the show and how much it impacts you. So we want to speak uh, these words to you. All right. So, you know, look in the mirror. Get your swagger check on right now. You know what I'm saying? You know, believe. Speak to yourself. I just want you to know that... Uh, you're beautiful, you're loved, you're needed, you're alive for a reason, you're stronger than you think, you're going to get through this, we're glad you're alive, don't give up, you know what I'm saying, so anyone going through hard times right now, I hope those words help y'all, you know, because we're here for y'all, we care for y'all, you know what I'm saying, y'all can always reach out to us, DM us, you know. There's people out there that love you, you know what I'm saying? So if you got maybe thoughts of suicide, you know what I'm saying? Reach out, you know what I'm saying? You never know what reaching out can do for you. It can save you or save someone, so let's do that. Um, also, on a serious note, you know, ladies, be careful out there, you know what I'm saying? It's the holiday season. You may go on holiday parties and stuff like that. Be careful. Uh, I'm going to rock the touch on something for me real quick, you know? We're going to do that real quick. So t- touch on okay. that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so... Um Hate to start this conversation or start this podcast on such a uh, sour or, or note here, but uh, quick rest in peace to one of my friends. 
um, uh, Abby Saldana, she was a victim of uh, uh, murder uh, a couple of nights ago. Uh, she was, uh, it was a 183 in the Amma Carter. Um, essentially, she was a victim of um, stalking. Somebody had a tracking device on her vehicle and uh, essentially just tracked her down and um, murdered her. They was obsessed with her. Um, so, uh, so this message is really for all the ladies out there, just be really careful. Um, she was in the service industry. I'm not going to put her business out there. I'm not going to say where she was working. But I'm just going to say that, you know, ladies, be very careful. It's a holiday weekend. You never know who's watching you. You never know. Um, so um, just always be, you know, and a lot of people, a lot of these women, they, a lot of put, they like to put their um, vehicles on social media or their own business tra- or, you know, traveling or whatnot. Just be careful putting all that information out there, you know, because you just, like I said, never know who's, you know, who's watching. So that's just my quick PSA um, to all the ladies out there. You know, stay safe. Um, you know, got a little emotional to start this podcast, but, you know, quick rest in peace to Abby Saldana. She was so young, 22 years old, victim of uh, stalking. And the fence is murdered. So, and, you know, and pray for her family. Yeah, yeah. And God rest her soul. Yeah, she had and, a fi- and, like, a, like a five-year-old little boy. And girls, I'll tell you, yeah. it's easy to see a tracker on your car. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Get a mirror. It's easy to be under the wheel well. It's mm-hmm. going to be somewhere close. It's not going to be in the middle of the car. It's going to look like a battery. Yeah. Okay. Like a you know. Like a car charger, like a, yeah. a portable car charger. Yeah. Yeah, and if you just get a, a mirror. With an extension on it, mm-hmm. always check your car yeah. uh, and go underneath all the way around it. You see anything like that, then that's a tracker. All, you simply take it off, throw it away. Yep. Yeah, that's stuff. Real. Yeah, stuff like that is always, uh, you know, you know, some things I was trying to, you know, watch out for. Uh, I used to work uh, in management at a restaurant uh, back in the Chops of Legacy many, many years ago, and I remember when the Christina Morrison uh, that situation yeah. happened. Uh, she walked with some guy out to her, to the parking garage and, you know, basically Dude. abducted her. Dude. Was she the trainer? No, I don't know. She was like a young, like a young, really like skinny, like blonde-haired girl. Like uh, it's like 2014, something like that, around that time. So it's just, you know, ladies, if you can do the buddy system, you know, do a buddy system, you know. Or if you feel unsafe, you know, call someone, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm pretty sure, isn't there... I think there's like people you can call the hey, you know, I feel unsafe, they give you rides. I can we'll do some research on that. You know, mm-hmm. if we can find something, we're gonna post that, all right? And you know what, ladies, also real quick, if somebody's buying you a, a drink from the bar, oh, you watch the bartender make the drink and hand it directly to you. Do not let the dude hand you the drink. Unless they're doing a bottle service or whatever and everybody's drinking out of it. If it's coming from a bartender at the bar, you are very careful. Do not accept that drink. If that drink goes from the bartender to a dude to you, period. Facts. Right. That's facts. That's facts. Um, also, real quick, uh, you know, we're about to start implementing a bunch of videos we've been recording uh, these episodes. So, you know, go now, start subscribing to our new YouTube channel we just launched. Uh, not much content on it yet, but we're about to start uploading these videos to that. So, Ray Ray's podcast on YouTube, go check that out. Also, you know, you can listen to podcasts on Facebook now. If you want to listen mm-hmm. to us on Facebook, you can go ahead and do that, all right? So, man, great show plan. We got B over here. He, he's he's going to do the honors, you know what I'm saying? We got somebody really, you know, pretty pretty fly in the building right now. So, you know, mm-hmm. go ahead, B. It's relative. Really? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Some people don't think so. I want to introduce Maria Lagios. She is a uh, boss B in Dallas. 
um, owned multiple businesses since she was 16 years old. You know, uh, we became friends, and she's like my sister now. You know, and I wanted her to be the one of the first ones because Maria knows business. And for all you females out there, Maria can teach you a lot about just getting started, taking risks, correct? Mm. She's taken a lot of risks, made a lot of reward, suffered consequences, learned to experience. So Maria's going to tell you her experience today, and hopefully you guys will, uh, especially you females out there, will get some nuggets out of this. So let's give her a round of applause of Ray Ray's podcast. Welcome, and thank you for coming on the show. Oh, thank you, guys. No worries, no worries. Very nice intro. I was scared for a moment. Why would you be scared? <laughs> Do you guys know this guy? You never know what's going to come out of his mouth. <laughs> true, true enough, true enough, true enough. Well, thank you for, you know, coming on. Uh, you know, we're so happy to have you. Uh, I know I personally tried to, uh, about a year ago, pandemic. Matter of fact, the same night I met Brandon. At? XOXO. Her you know. place. Love her it. place. I love to hear. Um, it was like May. I think it was like right before Memorial Day weekend, somewhere right in there. Yeah, I think it was like that Friday before Memorial Day weekend. She blew you off like she did me the first ten times. <laughs> oh <my gosh. laughs> yeah, I almost say she blew me. No, she blew me up. You know, she gave me. A, she gave me. She's like, hey, you know, let's talk. Whatever. She gave me her number. I tried to hit her up, but I guess you know when you get a bunch of numbers all the time, you probably her. don't. She say, does love her some brothers. I ain't gonna lie to you. Thank <laughs> okay. you. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh I love my everybody. gosh. She she loves people in general, all right? She does. Yeah. All right. So we're, yeah, yeah. So what we're gonna do real quick, we gotta we gotta cut the commercial real quick because we gotta pay some bills real quick. So give us like forty five seconds. We're gonna come back and we'll get to know Maria real well, all right? So we'll be right back. Yo, what's up everybody? It's your boy Ray. And Ray. And Victoria Castillo. You know we represent Rare Base Podcast. We always come straight from Jim Studios. Hey, you probably even heard us on anchor.fm slash Ray Rays, but that's besides the point. What's important right now is talking to you about Davis Street Mercantile. Located in the heart of Bishop Arts, just outside of downtown Dallas, it has a small town feel with an amazing staff. You can find anything and everything from essential needs, home goods, novelties, balloon arrangements, and so much more. For more information, go check out their Instagram page at Davis Street Mercantile, or you can visit their website, davisstreetmercantile.com. And once you realize, hey, I like David Street Mercantile, you can tell them that Ray and Ray and Victoria Castillo, we sent you their way. David Street Mercantile. Check them out. And we're back again. Ray Ray's podcast. We got Maria on the show. Okay, so we got this segment on the show. It's kind of where we ask you some quick questions. We don't know where we're going to go. We're going to get there. So it's kind of we kind of just want to fill you out. This segment is called Slow Down. I just want to get to know you. Slow down. We just want to get to know you. Ask you a bunch of questions. We don't know where we're going. Okay. And let's see where we're going, all right? <laughs> so, again, tell the people uh, who you are and what it is you do and where they can find you on social media. Um, well, my name is Maria Lagios. I'm an entrepreneur mainly in the hospitality business, um, but I do do a lot more outside of that. My social is at Maria Lagios. And the spell most it. recent spell restaurant, it. is it hard to spell? Yes. L-A-G-I-O-S, yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's for you, Brandon. Um, no. the, the most recent oh restaurant is um, at XOXO Dining Room um, on social media. So that which is like the hot spot right now in Dallas. Like all the ladies love it. 
It's like mm-hmm. every time I turn around on social media, somebody's at XOXO. So it's a spot. Yeah. Um, also, was Mr. X? Mr. X, yeah. Mr. X? Yeah. yeah and last night, they had the DJ, uh, the, the, I mean, the uh, the uh, bartender from uh, Sawbait, Mr. Red. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's awesome. He's a global, famous bartender. He's a, like a flair bartender. Yeah, he was there he's last great. night. It's like the movie Cocktail with Tom Cruise back in yeah. the day. Uh, he has amazing energy. Hey, man, I've seen Cocktail. I'm, I'm kind of kind of right there with you. So I don't know, okay. So, um, where are you from, Maria? Um, I grew up in Austin, and then I've lived here for over 20 years now, so I claim Dallas. Claim Dallas? Okay. Yeah. So, you're a Cowboys fan? Yeah, of course. Okay. You sure. have to be. Making sure. We I have. think it's a requirement Ooh. if you're here. Ooh. Especially in my business. We'll see how they do this season. Especially in my business. Uh, well, yeah, you got to. Mm-hmm. I'm a TB drove. Hey, 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 hold on. <laughs> Should we kick him out now? <laughs> I mean, or? I'll let you do the honors. You know? I'll let you do the honors. <laughs> So you know how we talk about manifestations and speaking to existence. I'm speaking the Super Bowl this year to the Cowboys' existence. I don't want to be anywhere near Dallas. Oh, I'll be in dead serious. The city's gonna shut down. No, I'm being dead serious. When we, when we win the Super Bowl, it's gonna, gonna, gonna be shut down. People are gonna be I'm put the camera on me. There's gonna be people flipping shit over, flipping cars over, shooting guns in the air. I don't want to be anywhere close to downtown. Uh, when the Mavs won, it was like the best energy in the city. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was amazing. Mavericks fans are a little bit different. They are like a little different. It's a little bit more corporate. Yeah. Mavericks. We're a little corporate. Why do you think Jerry Jones named the drink the margarita? These what? Latinos out there been going crazy. <laughs> what? You're going to be hearing gun, you and gunshots all over the city celebrating. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and I'll be right there with them, too. <laughs> oh, I don't want to be. I'm going to, I'm going to the suburbs. I'm going to Colleyville or something like that. I'm going to get away from it. Okay. All right. That's fine. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay uh, let's move on amicably now. <laughs> no, but no, the man, the parade. So I parked at the parking ride in Plano. And I took the train down there. Uh, my train shut down on the way back. Oh, all the trains got shut oh, down. Oh, yeah, we, we had to get it. off the train and walk down, like, the Buses, tunnel. They called every city bus to come down and get everybody downtown. Yeah. Like, there was thousands of, probably millions of people stuck downtown. Yeah. And they had to get everybody out of downtown. Wait, when? Uh, when the parade. The uh, Mavericks parade. Mavericks parade. Oh, really? Yeah, they, the, the trains had shut down because there was so much. They were, so, they were just going back and forth. And, and, and uh, they had literally stopped every route that was going on that day for the buses to get them to come down and get everybody out of downtown. Wow. It was that bad. Yeah. But. Well, all I'm saying is if uh, the next season was that strike season, all Cuban had to do was keep the, keep the team together one year, and he let J.J. Yeah. Let's, let's yeah, not right, get right, team. Yeah, that's all in the conversation. Let's get back to Marie. Could have won okay. two in a row. Could have won two in a row. Let's get back to Marie here, all right? So all right. Uh, you know how we started the show? We had affirmations. Are you a believer in affirmations? And what is something that inspires you? Um, yeah, I'm actually a really strong believer in it. Um, obviously I grew up, my mom and my stepdad are ministers. I know a lot of people probably don't know this about me. So, um, the Bible is a really strong foundation and that's right there. Kind of your day to day is what you speak, right? They talk about it being like the rudder of a ship. It guides where you go. So I'm a really strong believer in, you know, what you speak, you, you manifest. Mm -hmm. So I try to do that. Sometimes it's hard. You know, you get stuck in your day-to-day, um, especially I think women are more emotional. So mm-hmm. um, I try to not let my emotions guide me more so like, hey, this is how I feel, but that's not what's going to lead me today. Um, so I try to do that daily. I try to, like, start my day with something positive. 
whether it's listening to something positive, speaking something positive. Talking um, to Brandon. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, actually, he is a, a very yeah. good positive person to speak to. Um, and, yeah, keeping people around you that, that keep you in that state because sometimes the people around you, if they're not doing yeah. that, you kind of have to cut it off. And I've had, I've had her mom and stepdad. <clears throat> I've met them a couple times, and they've spoken to me. Yeah, they're amazing. I mean, I'm I'm lucky. Yeah, had me crying. Yeah, I, I'm lucky they're to have serious. like parents like that. So, see, one of the things I've started back doing again is I turn affirmations before I go to sleep, and I have them like sitting on my nightstand, just playing. You know, you are love. You know, you're worthy. You deserve like, and that's just getting in your conscience yeah. while you're sleeping because when you sleep, you know, you know your body sleep, but your mind is just like in a different. I think it's crazy, too, the older you get, the more relevant this is. Yeah. Because when I was younger, I was like, no, I mean, I'm already (laughs) a positive person, you know, like, but the older you get, you really start to see the effects of doing those things and how it leads your life, how it guides your life. Mm -hmm. You know, and I had my daughter, like, every morning when I drive her to school, we would do these affirmations, right? Mm -hmm. And they were like three minutes long. And my daughter had the entire thing memorized. Mm -hmm. All three, I didn't even have them memorized. She had them memorized. That's how I, you just inbred mm-hmm. that in, into your subconscious mind. Yeah. And like you said, the biggest thing I got out of last time's podcast was people saying, speaking affirmations into themselves. Yeah, yeah. foundation me, is so important. Yeah, what impressed me with you guys so much. You started out with affirmations, and I was like, all right, I already know where this show's going to go. <laughs> yeah. That's what I was always taught, too, is like you build your foundation very, very strong, and that way when things come – it doesn't shake you as hard. So, you know, you may be having a great day and think you don't need those things, but there is something that's going to come, and then you have that solid foundation in yeah. you. So it, it doesn't you, – you go back to that, you know. So it's really important to, like, keep that strong. See, for me, there's this old uh, – it's an old, like, uh, worship song. Uh, it's by a guy named Fred Hampton. Uh, it's called No Weapon Form Against Me Shall Prosper. Wait, Fred Hammonds? Fred Hammonds. I'm just, when I say Hampton, no, I'm talking. I know Fred Hammonds. Yeah, Fred Hammonds. He was a, um, a patient of mine. Yeah, so his knees. yeah, he's got a song called "No Weapon Formed Against mm-hmm. Me Shall Prosper," and like, I turn it on and I lose it. <laughs> like, it just like take, takes me to like, all right, mm. I can get through anything. All right. So you talk about like being older, you know, like how your younger self wouldn't like ah, whatever. So if you could give some advice to your younger self, what would it be? Hmm, that's a good one. Um, I would probably say trust your gut more. Um, I tend to kind of like. I know what I should do, and then I'll question it. Like, maybe that isn't right. Maybe I shouldn't do this. Maybe I should wait. Maybe, you know, um, instead of just taking the leap and just doing it. Um, you know, I li- I'm somewhat of a perfectionist, so I like everything to be exactly right. I don't want to make a mistake, you know. Um, and your and, analysis by, uh, your paralysis by overanalysis. Yeah, definitely like an overthinker just because I, you know, um, I want to do things right. Yeah. So. Um, but I found that the moments that I just made, made a decision and I just did it, um, have been the best right or wrong, you know? So it's like, whatever is going to happen, you just got to like take that leap and just do it. Just do it. Just do it. Like I said, (laughs) just do it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) what is something you think people misunderstand about you? Oh my gosh, so much actually. Um, I well, think I already know, but let's go. Go okay, you go first. No, no, you. Um, I think a lot of people probably think I'm. Well, actually, I know this. Like stuck up, or um, 
I'm a you know more aggressive, cold, mean, cold personality, which is the complete opposite. Um, I'm actually really shy when I don't know you, so I don't really tend unless I'm at work. I don't really tend to talk to a lot of people that I don't know, so I think they take that as like. She stuck up, and then when they talked to me, like, you're re- actually really nice. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm really and, nice. Hey, once, once I got to know her, like, our energies, like, spiritually just bonded. And then she's the most loving, giving, generous club owner in Dallas. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's truth. I mean, Maria will literally, she'll get a shirt off her back yeah. for anybody if she, if she has to. There's somebody like but she comes off one way, just like I do. But on the other hand, she is such an incredible person, yeah, human yeah. being. Oh, thank you, B. But I think a- it's harder, too, being a, a woman because yeah. um, I've had to learn really quickly. Like, um, in my business especially, I have to come across a little bit more stern because otherwise there's no respect there. Yeah. And it's taken years and years and years. And I can say the same thing as a man, and I'm a B-word, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if we can cuss on here. Yeah, but, go, go ahead. But if a guy yeah. says it, um, you know, it's like, oh, he's just the boss. He can yeah, do whatever. Yeah. Um, and so then automatically people have down the line been like, oh, well, you know, I heard you were this way or that way. And they're like, I actually you're not. And I'm like, it's, it's all about perspective and actually genuinely getting to know somebody. Um, so, yeah, I think there's a, a lot of misconceptions about about me see uh the night nightclub industry in the nightlife it's, it's a very notorious industry mm-hmm. and so that's where you have to remember what you do is not who you are for sure you may be in the nightclub industry but that's not who you are yeah mm-hmm. so you got to separate okay this is what i do mm-hmm. but i'm which is easy for me guy. you know i think people other people too or people not in our industry they they judge me a lot on oh you must party you must be like this yeah. you must be out all the time and i'm like i'm actually don't really party at all no, when like, we're out doing lunches she's drinking coffee and i'm um, like what's up yeah so i'm not even like a big partier to be honest mm-hmm. i am obviously i love being around my friends and i love having fun but um i'm not a big partier that's the one thing i noticed that about you um just uh, i've worked at a lot of venues and i've seen a lot of owners and things like that man. so yeah because i was just a door a door, yeah just a doorman just a doorman that's it that's all that's all i was <laughs> play that one thing <laughs> He's a doorman. And, I, and you've got a lot of you've got a lot of uh you're a doorman okay <laughs> you're a, doorman. Lot of owners, doorman. a lot of owners a lot of gms doorman. a lot of uh doorman <laughs> a lot of doorman. individuals who like so to um take advantage of what you. the you environment <laughs> let's take advantage of their environment but i've always noticed that about you you just you're, you're about your business yeah that's i think awesome. that kind of in the beginning is what helped a lot of my success was because um, I, I wasn't, I was literally just focused on the business and, um, I didn't care about partying. I didn't care about who was there or anything like that. I just really cared about, you know, the venue being successful and what it looked like and how the energy was. And, um, and, you know, some people had ulterior. Oh, things here's, wanted here's, to, oh, yeah. you know. here's Maria's weakness, which now she realizes is that <clears throat> she didn't care about the money aspect as much as she did the success of the business. Mm. Right. So now she's learned she can only trust so many people. Right. And we just had a conversation recently. I'm not going to name names. All right. (laughs) To where I told her and I had just listened to this podcast, right? Yeah. On it's another diamond. I'm going to drop on you. 48 laws of power. Yeah. If you haven't listened to it, 
I've uh, read it. I read the book. No, listen, listen to it on YouTube. Mm-hmm. It's 25 minutes. It's got Christian Bell on the uh, face. Mm-hmm. Listen, to that one of the one of the 48 laws is um, to try to weaken your your enemy, even though they might be one of your partners, is to speak down on them so much enough, so many times that they start to believe that they aren't special, that they aren't mm-hmm. who, they're not confident, they try to grab your confidence, because once you grab somebody's confidence, you've got them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think the way, too, like, I kind of got brought up in the nightclub business, um, I had a hard shell, because they were not easy people to work with, but they, the ones that weren't easy to work with, I respected the most. The ones that didn't care what happened, they let the girls do whatever they wanted, the business didn't run good, you know, so... Um, you know, people like Sean Claver, who I worked, one of the first night, nightclubs I worked for was Ghost Bar mm. in Dallas. Yep. And um, I was scared of him. <laughs> I was like, um, you know, he was scary. And, but I have so much respect for him. And so I, I used that somewhat. And so I think the combination of being a woman and being like that, I had to kind of find the balance. Because the other thing that was really important for me is um, – to give other women opportunities that the guys would look over them for, Mm. you know, like, Oh, you're just a cocktail waitress or, or you're just that. Um, but I also had to be stern on them. Like, no, you got to do this. You got to do it this way. Like, but my end goal was to like, you know, bring them up. And then later, once they got there, then I like ease up a little bit, you know? And, um, and I'm really happy that a lot of the people, um, that I did that with now are, you know, managers or I see them in places and it just, uh, it makes me so so happy. Yeah. So, if a young lady wants to kind of be in the situation that you're that you're in right now, what advice would you give to them? Um, I would say make it happen for yourself. So nobody's gonna do it for you. Um, in the beginning, like when I was um, at Ghost Bar, working different places, um, I would. I would go the extra mile. I would do different things. I would ask a million questions. Hey, why are you doing this? Okay, cool. Can I come in and help early? Or like, what was this for? I would learn every aspect and really just kind of like step up because I, I wanted to know how they did it and how could I do it better? Or, you know, how did this work? Um, and then I, I really tried in the very beginning. Um, I, I was, I did. I didn't. My whole end goal was not to like open a club. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's definitely not what I want to do. But those opportunities kind of came, and I was like, "All right, let's just go for it and do it." And um, you know, one thing, one step at a time, kind of led to today. So, when's the, when's the last time you had to wait in line to get into a club? <laughs> I know. I'm um, never out of town. Out of town. Yeah. Um, Actually, funny story. I was actually really mad because <laughs> uh, doorman. Yeah, no, I am not even joking. I, I'm not really a diva about a lot of things, but I really don't like waiting. I'm asking that for a reason. And yeah. um, yeah, I was in Miami, and I, I only been to Miami twice. Yeah. And it was my girlfriend's birthday, and they were trying to like gout price gouge. She oh, had yeah, her yeah, boyfriend, yeah. and it was three other girls, and they were trying to price gouge us. And I was so upset because I knew what the guy was doing. So he was trying to charge like $200 a person plus you have to pay the entry fee. And I was like, dude, come on now. I, I know what you're doing. Yeah. We're not doing that. And he was like, fine, you can wait in line. So I was throwing a fit. <laughs> and, um, Fuck you, doorman. This random guy was like, Maria? Maria from Texas? And I was like, 
Okay, nobody knows me here because I've only been here twice. Yeah. And it just so happened to be the guy that runs Eleven, and I had met him at the bar nightclub convention. Mm-hmm. And I felt so bad because I was like literally yelling at his door guy. Yeah. And he was like, no, no, no. <laughs> and I was like, I'm so sorry. Are you saying you were, uh, waiting in line. you were at 11? Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, I actually loved that place. So uh, let me just, just real quick to piggyback off what I was saying. The only reason why I brought that up is because that time when I was at Cutie Pies and I was holding the door and oh, same oh, thing oh, happened oh. that same night y'all came on that night. Uh, Did she come with me? No, no, no. Y'all, y'all came, y'all, y'all were definitely, but um, that was probably, as a, as a door guy, was probably the most awkward during during COVID and when Cutie Pies was the only place open, the only place. Popping. And everyone on y'all's stat, everyone was coming and I had to be like, nah. No, yeah. No, I, I mean, we're trying to get, like. Dude, I had like six with Now, I, I like, will <laughs> say in, in Dallas, like, well, hold on, let if, there's the events, if there's Let's events going on, I'll respect somebody's yeah. situation because yeah. that happened to us too. And I was like, you so, can't do anything. Yeah, and, and, and Yeah, and so I'm trying my hardest because to keep this, the, the, the capacity. You had the worst job. Yeah, I mean, it was during COVID. It was it was bad. It was horrible, and um, but at least I had I had security because the job, you know, whatever. Anyways, but it was tough because all the big names, all the big names, and I'm not gonna name them because I don't want to put them on blast. But there was and there was everyone had a big name was coming, and I'm like, hey man, I can't, uh, you know, I already got seventy something people, and there's a cutie pie. This is big. I'm bigger than this place that we're in right now. It's small. <laughs> I mean, what am I gonna do? So, so I appreciate you being so. Um, Patient that day because you, you, I don't even think you probably remember that, but uh, but I appreciate you being patient and being more more humble uh, compared to others, you know. So I appreciate you on that. Oh, thanks. I mean, yeah. well, hey, you probably listen. Did, you, I you, we, you, I got you screamed at so much during COVID. You also probably didn't offer a couple C notes either. And I was like, hey, bro, come on. Well, now. I, I got you. screamed at so much during COVID because the same thing happened to yeah. us, and um, and I was like, man, I would love to let everybody in. Trust yeah. me. <laughs> But yeah, but they, they were they were strict. Health inspector and all this were, stuff were no joke. Doing yeah, they were yeah, coming yeah. in and counting heads yeah. every night with us. Was it fire marshals? Fire marshal, yeah. 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 Code of compliance, fire marshal. Yeah, they didn't joke about that COVID. They were not joking mm-hmm. about that. Hey, and Ray, when the fire marshal came in, guess what my ass did? Snuck out the back door <laughs> behind the bathroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, we as many people. Get Bye. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny you mentioned uh, the nightclub conventions because I used to be in the liquor industry, so I remember those conventions. And, uh, one of the biggest things I hate that I never fucking – I wish I would have did it. I had an idea before it was ever done. I was like, what if someone put a well vodka or well drinks on a gun? How much more time would it be faster to serve people if they're just like, oh, you just want a vodka soda? Bah. Do it on that. Before Red Bull had had their stuff on a gun, I was like, why don't we just put this stuff on a gun? Because I remember there was an energy drink out here called Blue Energy uh, when they first started. I was Blue Same thing? I don't know. Back in the, this has been years ago. Oh, okay. Like a decade plus ago. They were called Blue, uh, B-L-U. Oh, okay, yeah. I know which one you're yeah. talking about. This is different. Than so that. we were like partnering up with them and stuff. And I had a bunch of ideas. I'm like, just all this stuff on a gun. I wish I would have patented that idea. Like I would have been a multi, multi, multi-millionaire by now because everyone is doing it. But some of those times in nightclub convictions have been some of the craziest times. Yeah, it's actually, um, I, I got more inspired. Yeah going out than I did at the conventions. Yeah. Um, but there was there was some cool stuff. Um, it, it slowly became kind of monotonous, yeah. to be honest. But um, going out and seeing, you know, Vegas kind of do what they do, and it was it was pretty inspiring. And you remember what I told you on the last podcast? What? Either you're going to take that opportunity or you're going to pass on it. 
Yeah. I'm kind of lost right now, but. Uh, yeah, you passed on that opportunity. What opportunity did I pass on? We're talking Doing about the gun. With the, with yeah, the dream. Yeah. I mean, hey, I got a. I got a ton of million ideas, so it's, it's fine. Okay, That's so just this, one of me. This teaches everybody, even Ray, yeah. passes up on opportunities, okay? I got some big opportunities I'm going to talk to you about off the air that happened back in the, in the past, but we want to move along. This is about Maria. It ain't about me, so we're going to move on, okay? So tell, tell us, walk us through, okay, the beginning of, you know, when Maria first started to where Maria is now. Take us through and kind of some of the lessons you've learned to get to where you're at now. Um, in the beginning, so all my, all my family is like entrepreneurs, and I've always like had my own businesses, these little small things, you know, that like never work at like 16 and, you know, <laughs> doing this or that. Um, and I grew up um, around my minister who was actually, he was a very inspiring person. Um, so I was always around older people that were always like doing stuff, making stuff happen. Um so I didn't know what I wanted to do, and I always struggled with that because I kind of stayed still because I was like, I don't know what to do. And I got some really, really good advice. I was working for Nine Group. I had just graduated college, and um, I was talking to a private equity guy who I respected a lot. And um, I was like, yeah, I don't know what I want to do. I love real estate. I love business, but I don't know which direction. And he was like, look, as long as you just move and you do something, you're going to be closer to where you're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. He was like, but I was like, but what if it's the wrong thing? He was like, it's okay. You might, maybe you're supposed to be here and you move this way. It's closer. Every time you move, you're getting closer. So that really stuck with me. So then I just kind of like, whenever opportunities would come, I would try to take advantage of them. Um, and, you know, my, my dad, my real dad, has um, been in the restaurant bar business for like 30 years. Um, and so when I would, I didn't grow up with him, but when I would go visit, I was always in his restaurants, you know, and he was very inspiring. He moved here from Greece and built this from nothing and um, didn't even speak English, taught himself English. So I was like, okay, Maria, what direction to go in? And I was always so scared. So um, at Republic, I took over this little tiny bar on McKinney um, with a few partners that I had there, and that was like the first place that um, was kind of like mine, you know. And um, What bar was it? It was called Republic. It we was, took it oh, over. Okay. I think it was the one Bill McCrory used to When you said Republic, I was thinking about the distribution company, oh. Republic. No, no, no. So um, then we renamed it Rock Republic for a while. Okay. Um, and it was like right on, it's right on McKinney. It used to, used to be when like Primo's on Tuesday was amazing. So we had an amazing Tuesday night. And um, I learned so much there. Like, I mean, we did, we had huge, it was a tiny, tiny spot, but we did yeah. all these huge parties with all these people. We had Jamie Foxx there, like everybody. And, um, and then, you know, I'm, I'm, cause I'm not a big partier. So I was like, I just don't know if I like love this business. I don't know if I want to like, you know, stay around, but, um, my ended up moving my dad here, um, cause his brother had passed away and I was like, look, I wanted him to be like moving and happy. So I was like, yeah. let's do something together. And that's really kind of where it started for me, where it was more of like a passion project than just finding what business because I wanted him to be happy again. Your biological father? My, yeah. Man, I'm going to tell you a story about him. We're in um, uh, Gerberte, and you told me how you sit down uh, yeah. with my dad this year, and it was all pink party. Man, her dad drinks the strongest Yeah, he's alcohol, crazy. But he drinks the strongest drink you've ever – I mean, I can't even handle his drink. Mm. <laughs> um, so we, we opened a few places, some restaurants, and we were actually negotiating um, a lease on a restaurant out in, like, Plano or something. 
and the negotiations weren't going that, that great. And my dad was like, hey, we need to have a backup just in case. So we had looked at the spot, which would now everybody knows as Winston's, and we just put in an offer um, because we thought we weren't going to get this other place. We ended up getting both of them at the same time. So we were like, okay, what do we do with this? And um, we then had to split up the money mm-hmm. to put into both. So we were like, you know, I, I didn't really know what was going to happen with Winston. So we kind of split up. He went and ran that one, and I did this one. And um, obviously, a lot of people in the uptown Dallas area remember Winston's. That was like one of my babies, Favorites. you know? Oh, um, Wish. It was, was Wish pr- prior to that, wasn't no, it? No, no. It was um, Dre Leon. Who, who was the Asian? It was uh, Dre Leon, well, then it was a place called The Club. Um, I think it was only open for like five weeks or something. I love that spot. But, um, okay, I'm thinking about it. Never mind. I get confused, yeah. Yeah, so, um, you know, Winston's was there for, I think, seven, eight years. Um, and then the, the, the projects yeah, that people would know that I've done, um, then I did Dos Jefes with Joe Palladino that owns Nick and Sam's. Yep. And I so much have so much respect for that guy, and I was just like, couldn't believe that he wanted to partner with me because I look up to him. Yeah. And I was like, really? Like, I mean, I've known this guy for forever and um, I admire, you know, what he does. And so that was, um, I was really thankful for that opportunity with him. And then um, I did a lot of consulting work in between and, um, and then obviously like EXO I've just recently, it's mm. probably been a couple of years. I think it's been open. It's already been a couple of years. Yeah, well, yeah. we opened the pool side first. Okay, yeah. Yeah, and they then the restaurant's been open. They renovated like, like 20 times. The pool, yeah, the pool yeah. we renovated three times now. Yeah. So. Because what did it used to, prior to it being XOXO, what was that? Um, was that Salt? I think it was um, uh, Republic Ranch and um, was the last place I think it was I want to say, where was Salt at? Because no. I thought Salt was. Me, it may be um, Bungalow. It's been. Okay. Um, I think it was Bungalow. It was, okay. Yeah, it's been a bunch it of places. Bungalow. Okay. Yeah, what she's what she's done through Tommy C, who's the the contractor. You know, I mean Tommy C's got by the contractor of Dallas. So did he used out, to have a shout out to Elf. Tommy C? Did you have that bar off of Greenville? What was it called? Uh, um, Lounge? No, something no. Street. They used to be right uh, there. M Street. He used M to Street. Have M Street. Yeah, I was yeah. say M Street. I did some events there uh, when I used to have a Vox company I used to work for. So Tommy C's called the yeah. the Silver City, Silver City <laughs> Slayer. When we used to work. Just we're not going to talk about that here. Uh, we're going to move on. <laughs> Next. Next. Okay. So what is something you want people to take away from this interview you did today? Um, I mean, just go for it, especially being a woman. I think for me, I've learned that that's like one thing that I'm really passionate about is, um, you know, helping other women know that they can do it because it's really hard in this. And I think any business, I say my business, right? And then I talk to other women and they're like, girl, it's the same in mine too, yeah. right? Um, it's very male dominant and it can be, um, somewhat of a judgmental environment sometimes being a woman, you know, because you do have different aspects. You are more emotional. I'm a very passionate person. I'm either black or white. So like if I care, I care all the way and I will, I never will be a part of something I don't all the way care about. So when I'm passionate, I care and I care about every little detail and every little thing. Um, and so I think like, it's just take those steps. And for me, I've learned it's like step by step, not like I want to do this. I don't know how to do it. I'm too scared. Never mind. Let me just back up Yeah. because that can look so big at times. It's just, okay, what's the first step? What do I need to do? Second step, just, you know, blinders on on like what's, what's just the little thing I can do today. 
and then tomorrow, and then it builds over time. And then you'll eventually get to where you need to go. It may lead you somewhere completely different. Yeah. I yeah. never, in a million years, the people that I grew up with in high school, my friends that you know know me forever, they're like, I never in a million years would think you would own clubs. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I know, right? It's so weird. Like, I think you gave me a Bible for my birthday one time, Maria. <laughs> my pretty dad told me. I was like, oh, yeah, I remember that. Okay, okay. So uh, I want you to uh, shout out all your social medias, all your places you own, you want people to visit. Shout all those places out for me right now. Um, so XOXO Dining Room um, and Mr. X Dallas um, and Maria Lagios. For those that don't know how to spell it, L-A-G-I-O-S. <laughs> Brandon, that was for you. And uh, real quick, you got any, uh, any big events coming up? What, what you got? Anything planned? Um, yeah, we're planning New Year's right now. Um, obviously, we just had a really um, cool Halloween event with Haley um, and her lingerie line, Lady Club. Um, yeah, we have stuff going on all the time, to be honest. Uh, we, we're about to renovate the outside and make it kind of like a winter wonderland for winter. So that way, like, it'll be a cool brunch vibe, kind of give it a little bit different energy. Okay. Yeah, I'm okay. excited about it's that. It's beautiful. Rock, what you got over there? Uh, nothing much. I got to know where here. Um, that's about it. I really do appreciate you stopping by. It was yeah, definitely. Um, I, I, I honestly, I didn't know it was going to happen that you were going to show up. I know we've been talking about getting you, you on for a while. You think I, I, I mean, not just in general. Like you know, it's, it's. Uh, I know we've been brought up a couple times and being on the show, but I do appreciate you coming by. Yeah, thank you so much well, for having me. Uh, I, I, I had to have lunch with her yesterday and say, hey, here's how it's going to go I, down. <laughs> um, but no, I, I wish we could dig deep more and get some, you know, get to know you a little bit better. Part two. More, but, come back again. But because yeah. I definitely have some more uh, questions and things like that. But, well, these know, are we easy have, questions, so. Yeah. No, we, <laughs> no, we could. I, like, I don't know what to expect. Yeah, yeah. We like to turn it up a little bit, but we want to keep it formal the first time. Yeah. And then see what happens the second time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, again, uh, you know, we want to thank you. Brandon, my brother, thank you for coming back. No, hey, listen, back. it's always an honor even to be a part of this. Okay, okay. I love this. And yeah. especially having her as the first one. Yeah. Because, I mean, she's my sister. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I love her so much, respect her so much. You know, she has to deal with so much adversity, and she's an overcomer. Mm-hmm. And uh, all the young ladies out there don't think when you start something, it's going to be easy because a lot of male-dominated industries are going to try to push you down. You just have to fight, keep yourself positive, keep confidence, start yeah. to say your affirmations to yourself. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So, again, thank everybody for listening to us. You know what I'm saying? Continue to follow us on all of our social medias, uh, Instagram, uh, RayRays underscore podcast, uh, Facebook.com uh, slash RayRays podcast. Uh, same thing on Twitter. Damn, people even use Twitter anymore? Anyways, uh, YouTube, RayRays podcast. And um, we'll leave you out with something like I leave every week. Just uh, something I want to leave you with is first, know your worth. Second, control your emotions. Third, never settle. So use that for this week. You know, we'll see you next time. It's your boy Ray. And um, what am Sean, Sean Paul? Paul Ray. Yeah, Sean Paul Jeez, Ray. Jesus. I forgot. <laughs> my, my mind was already. My bad. Yeah, have a safe holiday, <laughs> holiday weekend. Uh-huh. We're out. Get money all day, get money all night. Sip my drink, oh, let's get it right. Getting paid, I'm getting paid. Roll one up, let's catch this fight. Hey. 